This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, November 8th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just before 7 a.m. yesterday morning, the paramedic unit from the Orchard Beach Fire Station came across the scene of an accident at the corner of Solly Road and Energy Parkway. Apparently, an SUV and a school bus had collided when the school bus carrying 11 students had rolled over and was on its side. The students were self-evacuating when the paramedics rolled up, and four people were treated for minor injuries at surrounding hospitals. Those people included the driver of the SUV, two employees who were on the school bus, and one student. The other 10 students were uninjured. The bus that was involved was bus number 328, transporting students to the George Fox Middle School. As we wean ourselves off of the election, County Executive-elect Stuart Pittman is moving very fast because he's got an inauguration coming up on December 3rd. So he only has about a month to get everything together. He has named former County Executive Janet Owens and soon-to-be former County Councilman Chris Trumbauer to lead his transition team. Trumbauer and Owens will co-chair the team, and they're going to be putting together the whole leadership thing for Pittman's next four years. Pittman did say that he's going to be putting up an on online form to get ideas and also applications for people that may want to serve on the transition team as well. Final numbers are still being tallied, but it looks like Pittman defeated incumbent County Executive Steve Hsu with 52% of the vote. As to what he's doing, Pittman said, there isn't much time. We've got to get moving very quickly. And again, the inauguration, which typically is held at Maryland Hall for the Creative Arts, is scheduled for December 3rd. Now, what can we expect from Stuart Pittman over the next four years? Well, we do know that he is a huge proponent of managed development and growth in the county. He took stern opposition to the tax break to the live casino and hotel developers, as well as purchasing the land at Turtle Run at Deep Cove. So we should look to see plenty of scrutiny on any development in the county. He's not a fan of the Chesapeake Bayhawks plan for the Crownsville Hospital site. Instead, he would like to see green space and a solar farm there as well. He also is not interested in housing any ICE detainees at the Ordnance Road facility, so look to see that program ended fairly soon as well. And as he campaigned throughout the election cycle, he does pledge to hire more police officers, more firefighters, and more teachers, as well as increasing the salaries. Pittman said that the average salaries in Anne Arundel are $1,000 to $2,000 per year lower than those in Howard County, and if we want to attract the best, we need to pay them like they're the best. Like County Executive Steve Hsu, Pittman will have a county council that is of his party, so moving legislation through should not be too big of an issue. Sliding inside the Beltway for just a little bit, Attorney General Jeff Sessions resigned Wednesday afternoon. He announced his resignation in a letter to the president saying that it came at, quote, your request. And as he's wont to do, President Trump announced Sessions' resignation in a tweet and also named his temporary successor. Sessions Chief of Staff Matthew Whitaker, who is a former U.S. attorney from Iowa, will be acting as the attorney general for the time being until he nominates somebody to take over the position. There is rumor going around that that may be Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. 
Hey, if you're not doing anything tonight, come on down to the Market House at about 6.30. I will be there with Tim Hamilton. We're the Maryland Crabs, which is another podcast that you probably should be listening to. And we're going to be talking about the Market House. We're going to be eating their food, drinking their beer, and just sort of talking about how the city got it right. Maybe what they did wrong. We're going to have Kara, who is the Annapolis Fork, our resident foodie there as well. And we would love for you to come down, voice your opinion. Let us know what you think about the Market House. Come on. I would say air, but we're not live. But come on the microphone and tell us what you think. Again, it gets underway tonight at 630 down at the Market House in Annapolis. It is Thursday, so that means we have Trevor standing by with your Maker Minutes. And as we always do, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up in just a minute. I think I can safely say that the latest iteration of the Annapolis Market House is a hit. I love it. I know Tim loves it. Well, with beer and all, that was kind of a given, but everyone really seems to dig it this time around. What do you think? We're recording a live podcast on Thursday, November 8th at the Market House, and we want to hear from you. Come on down and say hello. Say a few words about the Market House and have a beer or two. Tim and I will be there at 630 along with our favorite foodie, Kara, from the Annapolis Fork, and all that's missing is you. So come on down and say hello this coming Thursday, November 8th, 630 p.m. at the Annapolis Market House. We'll see you there. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, November 8th. We had a few clouds in the mix yesterday afternoon, but there was still plenty of sunshine with nice above-average temps in the low to mid-60s for highs. And while today's highs won't be quite as nice in the mid to upper 50s as winds shift to a more northerly and cooler direction, there should be tons more sunshine in the skies above Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County. Then we get another cold front and more low pressure moving through Friday with, you guessed it, more rain which will only take yearly totals that much closer to the all-time single record of 62.66 inches set in 2003, which BWI is currently less than 3 inches away from reaching with the yearly total through 11.7 at 60.06 inches. And for what it's worth, both Reagan National Airport and Dulles International Airport have legitimate shots as well as breaking their respective single-year rainfall records, especially with not only this Friday's expected rain, but also rain expected early next week and possibly one or two more storms in the next two weeks, of which one could be a potential rainmaker in the form of a nor'easter. The upside to all of this is more dry, sunny weather expected this weekend, though it will be several degrees below normal with highs in the mid to upper 40s, with a potential freeze for the entire area Saturday night into Sunday morning with lows upper 20s to low 30s, which I need to point out is a correction on yesterday's podcast, as I erroneously said Friday night into Saturday morning for the freeze, but it's Saturday night into Sunday morning. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere all the time at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young with DMV Weather. It's an active time of year weather-wise and beyond with lots of back and forth as we transition from warm to cold on our annual trip around the sun. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Imagine your child saying, guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked teachers why. 
Our innovative educational approach spans indoors and out with challenging academics that inspire and engage. In our small classes, we are able to find the learner in every child, from preschool to eighth grade. See for yourself as St. Andrews hosts an open house at its Edgewater campus, Friday, November 9th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 today. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, it's Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tomorrow at the College Park Aviation Museum is Proof, Maryland Spirits Month signature event. Enjoy the inaugural event celebrating Maryland Spirits Month. The Spirited Evening showcases Maryland distillers full of local liquor and libations, a cocktail competition, and live music. Saturday at the Anne Arundel Community College is the first Maryland STEM Festival walking parade. Celebrate STEM at Anne Arundel Community College's campus in Arnold. Prizes will be given for the best sign or poster and creative costumes based on STEM. Also Saturday at the Wild Lake High School in Columbia, the Maryland STEM Festival and the Howard County NAACP chapter present STEM of many colors. STEM is for everyone. Come see minority STEM professionals and educators present a wide range of STEM topics. Participating organizations include the JHU Applied Physics Lab, National Institution of Standards, NSA, Black Girls Code, and the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. There's still a few more days left in the Maryland STEM Festival. There's locations all around Maryland. Some of them include the Howard Astronomical League's Star Party, Maryland Cybersecurity Career and Education Fair, Making Invisible Ink with Lemon Juice, and workshops on nutrition, water purification, fiber bots, and more. On Sunday is the STEAM Museum Day at Riversdale House Museum. Adding art to the Maryland STEM Festival, families are invited to learn about STEAM 19th century style with hands-on activities throughout the house. There will be crafts, scavenger hunt, historical cooking demos, and more. This weekend, both Saturday and Sunday at the Howard County Fairgrounds in West Friendship is the Maryland Alpaca and Fleece Festival, the best fall fiber festival on the East Coast, a great fall festival with live animal and fiber demos, and admission is free. This week at the Art Farm in Annapolis, today is the Fearless Girls Photography Group Exhibition at Maryland Hall, Tomorrow's the Kids Fall Art Show, and Wednesday there's an essential oils class. And at Clay Baker's in Annapolis, tomorrow's Kids Night Out with the Nightmare Before Christmas, Tuesday is a preschool book club with Turkey Trouble, and Wednesday is a glass fusing workshop making checkered cheese boards. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System this week, on Saturday in Glen Burnie, you have STEM Day with hands-on STEM demonstrations and projects from agencies all throughout the county. It's a mini STEM fair and takes up the whole library. Wednesday at the Anne Arundel Community College Dining Hall is AACC Science Night, hosted by the library. Also this week, tonight at Discovery's The Library at the Mall is their Teen Tech Cafe. Also tonight at the Eastport Annapolis Neck Library is STEM Challenge Thursdays. And on Tuesday in Odenton is STEM Tuesday. On Saturday, Unallocated Space in Severn is having their BrewCon. Their inaugural BrewCon is a day of talks and tastings from home brewers and fermentation enthusiasts in our community. Topics include homebrew, winemaking, fermentation, mixology, beverage crafting, and more. Saturday, the Paducent Laboratory Guild is doing a basic faceting class. Learn how to create your own gemstones. Each student will learn how to cut a round gem from a synthetic garnet, including preforming, dopping, cutting, and polishing. The class will be two sessions, and the first one involves preforming the stone and cutting the pavilion or bottom of the stone and preparing it for cutting, which will be done in the second session. And finally, at Annapolis Makerspace this week, come on out on Sunday for our open house and fall party, featuring a needle felting class, virtual reality demos, refreshments, and check out the shop while you're there. And as always, Monday nights are a great night to come by for woodworking projects. And I'm up there tonight and every Thursday night for electronics. 
You can find links to all of these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.